2: Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 17 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs to own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. We're meeting with Bob Johnson, the CEO of The Melting Pot. Founded in 1975, Melting Pot has offered a unique fondue dining experience for more than 45 years. And as the premier fondue restaurant franchise, Melting Pot has 94 restaurants in 31 U.S. states and Canada. We'll talk to Bob about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show.
3: Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032.
0: That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to...
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 17 years now, we've been asking the Frenchpreneurs a long one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show. We're meeting with Bob Johnson, the CEO of The Melting Pot. Founded in 1975, Melting Pot has offered a unique fondue dining experience for more than 45 years. And as the premier fondue restaurant franchise, Melting Pot has 94 restaurants in 31 U.S. states and Canada.
4: Hi, Bob. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. Thanks for having us.
2: Oh, this is my pleasure, Bob. I've really been excited to interview, interview you. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning?
4: Uh, Tampa, Florida. That's where our Restaurant Support Center is located
2: it's oh, fantastic. That's great. And, you know, when it's, it's challenging to ask about the history of the melting pot, Bob, because 45 years is a lot to talk about. But, you know, maybe you could talk a little bit about the highlights. Your story is interesting because you were there in the beginning, weren't you?
4: Yeah, well, maybe not day one. Um, the short version of uh, as you pointed out pretty long story yeah uh, for the brand is that it was started by two friends in uh, outside of orlando a little town mm. called maitland and mm-hmm. my brother mark uh, who's a few years older than me worked for them as a college student waiting tables right. and he loved the concept and uh, after graduation he and another brother mike um, became a franchisee of the melting pot the very first in fact and they opened a second one in Tampa um, by that time, I had gotten involved with my brothers Mike and mark mm-hmm. and in uh, 1985, we bought the concept from the founders uh, and and uh, you know kind of the rest is, is history
2: that's amazing how do you? How do you describe the concept, Bob? I mean, when you're meeting with, let's say, a prospective franchisee, you know, the brand is pretty well known in the United States, but when you're meeting with, let's say, that aspiring entrepreneur and, and, and you're describing the melting mm-hmm. pot, how would you describe it?
4: Yeah, so, I, you know, the 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 way I like to put it is the melting pot is a, is as much about what's going on around that fondue pot at the table as it yeah. is what's in that fondue pot. So, in other words, Marty... Uh, that's to say that it's about an experience, and it's about yeah, connections yeah. with uh, people that you love or you care about or you want to get to know better. Um, you definitely wouldn't want to pick the melting pot to go to dinner with somebody you don't like, um, <laughs> because it is, it, right. <laughs> it is, an, you know, it, it's an opportunity to connect with people and yeah. and uh, escape. And we even say that some of our guests are. Uh, they choose us because they want to, you know, pursue some dreams and create memories.
2: It's, it's fun for you, isn't it, Bob? You know, I mean, as you said, you know, when I think of the melting pot, I mean, it's, it's, it's an experience, you know. I mean, it's experience with mm-hmm. your family. It's an experience with, with- friends and you know it's it's interesting because we've had a lot of um you know food concepts on the show you know over over 17 years yours is 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 different because you know when i think of a lot of the food concepts i think of you know the the ovens in the back and the deep fryers and things Mm -hmm. like that but but with with your situation it's different because the guests are actually cooking the food aren't they
4: Yeah, yeah, and of course, you know, not only is that great from from the standpoint of um, you know a business concept
0: Mm -hmm. uh, to not
4: have uh, the requirement for uh, highly skilled chefs in the heart of the house, right? Right. But it's also the key to the success of the experience for the guests. I mean, fondue wouldn't be any fun if somebody did it for you. That's what it's about, I guess. Some somebody, not us, coined mm-hmm. the the phrase "entertainment," and that's kind of what yeah. it is. It's you know, it's it's food. It's a culinary experience for sure, um, but it's also an immersive experience that the guest gets to participate in. And I, for somebody who doesn't understand fondue or understand the melting pot, mm-hmm. I guess the, the closest comparison I could draw, and and it's hard to draw comparisons. Melting Pot is so unique, which is a business strength of ours, the uniqueness of the concept. But the closest uh, concept to us might be um, like a Japanese steakhouse, right? Yes. Hibachi. Um, Mm -hmm. The only difference is we don't make you sit with people you didn't come with and (laughs) you may not (laughs) like. That's
2: true. I love that. I love that Uh, analogy, Bob. It's fantastic. So you know when when thinking of technology i mean because i mean you were there you know for, for for such a long time now i mean technology mm-hmm. has probably been a, a very big part i mean the melting pot the, the the model today is much different than it was you know 45 yes. years
4: ago but but how, how does technology play a role in the business today bob sure well you know from a from a culinary perspective mm-hmm. you know, there haven't been tremendous changes i mean what we do is what we did in 1975 when the concept first open um right. a fondue pot at the center of the table um, you know one one technological difference is we used to have hot plates that sat on the table that okay. changed to uh, hot plates that were built into the table and now we're actually using induction um, technology so mm-hmm. it's not a hot burner or element but rather uh, an induction um magnet um that's uh, built into the the table that generates um ter- really turns the fondue pot into the, into the heating element right uh, lower right. energy consumption uh, okay. lower temperature um more responsive so from a food perspective that's an example of, of um some technological advancements yeah. but i think for the brand you know when you when you think about what we do for our franchisees to support them, and it's a lot. I mean, I would yeah. com- I would pit us against any other franchise organization and say that our commitment to support and what we mm-hmm. do for our franchisees um, is best in class, for sure. Um, yeah. But some of the examples of, of that are, you know, our, our technology platform for... Um, analyzing what markets the brand should be represented mm-hmm. in and within that market, what's the, the sales forecast for one right. prospective location versus another. That's one right. example. Right. Um, another example of, of technology is, you know, everything we do is tracked and stored in a mm-hmm. data warehouse, which gives our franchise operators the power of a lot of information to make better, quicker Better, more powerful business decisions, and everything we do is revolves around the concept of making our our franchisees more successful. When they're more successful, then we become successful. So that's our focus.
2: Yeah, I think that's wonderful, Bob. And you know, I'm thinking of social media too. I imagine you know it's it's a wonderful opportunity. You know, with with guests, you know, when, when when they're in a melting pot, you know, to, of course, take photo, op- photo opportunities and, and post that yeah. on social media as well. But they, I imagine that, that's very popular, isn't it?
4: Well, absolutely. I mean, it's, you don't have to look very far to find the images uh, on the Internet of people right. enjoying themselves right. at a melting pot. Um, And and yes, the concept lends itself to social media. I guess the expression is it's very Instagrammable. And now more than ever, because we we literally last week launched our exceptional occasion menu innovation, which is all about taking that, that amazing guest whether they're celebrating a birthday or anniversary or graduation or maybe nothing at all just a night out right uh, it was taking that and making it even a little bit more special with um, you know font chocolate fondue served to the table with the kind of a uh, a drape if you will of, of uh, smoke that comes out of the fondue pot by dry ice that's in the fondue pot to create this really wow. dramatic effect or uh, oh, chocolate cool. fondue um, desserts with uh, you know, it's almost like a, a mini Roman candle in right. it. Um, wow. and it's, it's really eye-popping and, and, and fun. And, you know, listen, um, there's a lot of restaurants you can eat at, and I'm taking mm-hmm. nothing away from any of them. We sure. have many worthy competitors, and sure. we never uh, disrespect our competitors. Right. Um, but what makes us unique um, is, is everything that I've been talking oh, about yeah. and. And uh, from a business opportunity standpoint, what would you rather be, you know, another burger joint or a steak right. joint? Or right. would you, do you want to be part of the brand that really it is, 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 we're not a category leader. We are the category. Right. There's no right. other fondue brand uh, in the country or the world, in fact. Um, uh, we're we're blessed to be able to say that. And we don't say that with uh, head of arrogance. Sure. Um, you know, we feel fortunate. We've worked for it. Right. We also feel very fortunate to have a customer base that has, um, you know, has supported us so well over all these years.
2: I guess this is what's kept you there too, such a long time, Bob. You know, is 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 you know, it sounds to me like I mean there is a culture. There at Melting Pot. You know, I, I was wonder, you know, my, one of the questions I was thinking about over the last day, I said, because I knew I was going to get to interview you, you know, is if you started at such a young age. I mean, if I asked you, going back in time that, that I said to you, okay, you're going to be the CEO of this company one day, what would you have said to me?
4: <laughs> well, I, I w- w- it wasn't my plan. I mean, I was going to be very honest with you. Um, yeah. But this, there's, some, there's something here, and it's, you know, I hope yeah. you don't mind me sharing this. You know, as no. A, as no. a youth, uh, I wanted to be a photojournalist. I wanted to be a photographer, wow. and I had no ambition of being in the restaurant business. Wow. And it was the opportunity that my brothers gave me. Yeah. That allowed me to. Um, step into uh, a, a customer service experience. Right. Um, and and that's where I got switched on. I'm like, you know, I could take some great pictures, but they're going to be forgotten or collect sure. dust on a shelf somewhere. Um right. we get to put on a party every night for our guests and you, right. you said earlier it sounds like you're having fun. We are, yeah. you know. It's like yeah. it's like working at a theme park, but it's a restaurant. Sure. It's it's yeah, really, it, it is fun, and you're you're also correct. Culture is a major part of our story, um, right? Not for the first ten years, we struggled greatly uh, mm-hmm. until we um, we created a clarity about our our mission for the brand, yeah. and our vision for what we wanted to be, and also our governing principles. You know, our guiding principles. Better than right. uh, the. The foundation of all the decisions that um, needed to be made, and when we got clarity on that, great things happened. First ten yeah. years was a real slug through the mud, but since right. then, in 1995 to today, um, it's wow. been uh, a wonderful uh, success story.
2: Yeah, you probably get this question all the time, Bob. But I mean, so because you've been going into melting pots for for for, for decades, but. Do you have a favorite to this day? I mean that 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 you know if you and I were to go in right now and you would make a recommendation to me, or what would you order? Yeah,
4: um you know I, I i I say this because I have to say, but it's also the truth. I love everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. but right. what 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 is my my newest favorite is mm-hmm. our grill style of cooking? So we've been talking about the fondue pot, but a number of years ago, we actually um, created a new innovation of having a a grill on the table. And this has really opened up um, our ability to attract a male audience. Mm -hmm. Um, Typically, you know, female was, well, female audiences is still a dominant right decision maker and dining out, right right? Right, um, right and 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 uh, with the addition of the grill you know what we're what we're creating is a lot of fans amongst the male audience um, who are now driving the dining decisions so it's been mm-hmm. wonderful from a marketing uh, oh, perspective yeah. to to open that opportunity that's
2: great what's been very tough question Bob but I mean What's been one of the most interest, interesting things that's happened to you since being part of the melting pot? Again, with the consideration you probably have 10,000 stories, but does anything stand out over all of that time that you kind of – you say to yourself, wow? Well, you, you
4: know, this this has um, o- always been the case for me, and mm-hmm. it's, so it's not new. And I think yeah. – I, I believe I will always feel this way. Um, we take – our jobs very serious we don't take ourselves so seriously we like yeah. to have fun yeah. Um fondue is fun yes. Um but we take yeah. our responsibility to help franchisees succeed very seriously because we mm-hmm. know that this is a big deal for them and in most cases you know they're they're risking uh significantly to step into right. business and and yeah. we want to be there to support that journey and we, we uh, get a lot of pleasure out of helping people achieve their
2: dream yeah. of business ownership. That's great. You, you're talking about franchisees, Bob. Um, what's, what's important to you or what's important to Melting Pot when, when taking on a, a new franchisee? I mean, are there any particular types of characteristics or traits that you feel are extremely mm-hmm. important to be successful as a
4: franchisee? Sure, yeah. I mean, um, we're very selective most mm-hmm. people are not approved uh most wow. people who uh, inquire you know the vast majority are not approved. Yeah. um what we're looking for is um uh leadership first mm-hmm. and foremost right right um, somebody exactly. who attracts quality people because we win in business mm-hmm. and we have the right people yeah so that's first and, and, and foremost um, right. Drive and ambition, mm-hmm. but you know everybody's looking for that, of, right. of course. Um, sure, you have to have to have a service gene, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be wired right. to put this yeah. party on uh, yep. every night, and, and then very importantly, we're looking for people who um, they're they're not entrepreneurs in in in, the, in every sense of the word. What I mean by sure. that is. You know, they want to own their own business. They want to control, control their destiny, right? mm-hmm. And we, we seek individuals for whom that's important. Right. However, a true entrepreneur doesn't want to be a, a part of anybody's system, anybody else's system. <laughs> they don't want to follow right. anybody else's rules. So that. we're looking for this hybrid entrepreneur who's not risk adverse, but also, right. you know, what they want is to flat, somebody to help them flatten out the learning curve and make them more successful.
2: That's wonderful and once once you do decide you know you like them, Bob and they like you, and they do you know they are approved as as a franchisee how does the training work then? I mean, do they come down to corporate headquarters? yeah,
4: well, I mean if you don't mind, I'll go back one no, step, no please don't. somebody today said yes i'm I want to learn more about this. Mm-hmm. Um, right you know obviously they would go to go to our our website like every other franchise, or, sure and and they they would in, indicate an interest. Um, and, okay. and from that, you're going to get a phone call from Colin Benio, who's worked with us mm-hmm. uh, fresh out of, out a of college. And okay. came, he came to franchise development out of melting pot restaurant operations. So this guy knows
3: mm-hmm.
4: every aspect of running, owning a melting pot. So he's a, okay. a great asset for somebody who's interested in learning more about this Um We'll ask you for a little bit of information, but not too much. You know, we just want to get to know you a little bit. Set up a a phone call. And if it seems like this is something that uh, both of us are interested in, you might get invited to a Discovery Day, which Mm -hmm. is not salesy at all. It's just a chance for you to come to Tampa, meet the team of, you know, 50 or more people in this building who are here to support you. Um, Right. and really, you know we don't sell we don't sell franchises you know yeah. we, we we offer an opportunity and we match mm-hmm. it. we look for people right. who are well suited for it and if it if it feels good um, mm-hmm. and it feels right and you meet the qualifications, then you'll be extended an offer um for a franchise uh, in a specific uh, territory all of right. that process um it, you know generally is about a, a 90 day process from start wow. to finish okay okay that's great sometimes it takes longer if if, if sure. the individual is not not ready we're willing to be patient because we want the right people not you know we don't want growth for growth's sake we want the right Strategic partners with our franchisees. Right. Not to answer your question, which is what happens then when, when we mm-hmm. press go. Um, uh, Brad Stiles is our director of training, and he's got a very okay. talented team around him. And and their job is is to help you uh, immerse you not only in in the culture, but also um, the business of our business. And, right. Um, that that training process takes place in operating restaurants as well as in a more of a classroom environment. Right. And then as we get closer to opening day, we have a team of people that um, are experienced um, folks from operations around the country from various locations will descend upon the right. store and, and help you with um, uh, caring for your your team and getting them ready for success, mm-hmm. and then that's, that's just the beginning of the support. Right now, while I'm sitting here speaking to you, in one of our conference rooms is mm-hmm. the entire uh, team of franchise business consultants. These are experienced restaurateurs, multi-unit restaurateurs who are here, um, and they, they work in various uh, geography areas of the country, and they're here today right. meeting, uh, focusing on how they can uh, provide the highest level of support for franchisees, so you get your own uh, franchise business right, um, right consultant that, that works with you. That's great. Uh,
2: you, n- not to date you, but you've you've been doing this such a long time now, Bob. So you have, I mean, so much experience. So when I have someone on the show, someone like yourself, you know, I have to ask you because I just recently learned when I originally got involved in you know studying franchising around 1999 I think they said there was like 1200 concepts and I recently heard there was like 4,000 different systems to choose mm-hmm. from today so I mean there's, there's so much out there and I, and I think you know one of the things that we've learned is it, it could be a little bit overwhelming for someone who wants to get into franchising so from all of your experience what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise
4: mm. Um I, I, it's a great question, and, mm-hmm. and I think the decision more than anything mm-hmm. should be made based upon the people you're going to be partnered with, you're going to be uh, mm-hmm. doing business with as the mm-hmm. franchisor, um, yeah. there, need, there needs to be a real relationship and not just strictly mm-hmm. a business relationship there. Right. And I think that's been right. a key to our success. The other thing I tell every candidate that comes here on on uh, uh, Discovery Day or, or or right before they sign their franchise agreement, mm-hmm. um, and 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 Colin, our franchise development fellow, he hates it when I say this, but it's mm-hmm. important. It needs to be said. If there is a voice in the back of your head that says, "You know what? Maybe this isn't the right move," don't do mm-hmm. it. Right. Don't, right. don't do it. Right. Because one, we, yeah. we provide a lot of support, but the one thing we can't provide that only you can provide as a franchisee is stick-to-itiveness. You know, right. business, is, business is business, and, and mm-hmm. there will be days that you, you, know, you question yourself, did right. I make the right move? Right. Right. And your level of commitment is the thing that gets you through those days. So if there's a voice yeah, in the back sad. of your head that's saying, maybe you're not ready for this. Right. That means you're not ready.
2: Right. Right. That's well said. Yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's great advice, Bob. So I, I can ask you the last question. I mean, as the CEO of Melting Pot, I mean, if you could look into a crystal ball, Bob, whether that crystal ball is one year or three years or five years down the road, where, where do you see the melting pot?
4: So, um you know, I mean, obviously, we, we share what we call our vision house with our franchisees. We're a very transparent organization because mm-hmm. we, we know that our success is going to come through being partnered with our franchisees. And right. and that plan is a one-year, three-year, five-year plan. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of mm-hmm. a, the time frame that we tend to, to think in. But where is right. the melting pot going? Um, we are in a growth mode Um Um, We came through COVID and we haven't talked about this at all, but performed amazingly well because we were doing exactly what people were clamoring for, which is this opportunity to um, experience connections with people that you care about. So, you know, we took off like a rocket and and, uh, continue to perform very, very strongly. Um, So, uh, you know, that, that, um, is what's happening now we're switching into a growth mode again mm-hmm. we the, the 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 direction our team our leaders gave everybody here at restaurant support center on March the 15th of 2020 is we have one job serve mm-hmm. the franchisees help them through because we don't nobody knew what things were going to look like and right. we did an exceptional job of that and the franchisees did an exceptional job of of it uh, as well and and then we've come out to the, the other side of that in a really good position. Now it's time to add to that focus of helping franchisees succeed, bring more people to the brand, bring in yeah. new franchisees who are excited about what we're doing and they want to be a part of it. So that's what's going on now. What does that look like? You know, mm-hmm. over the course of the next five years, um, we, we anticipate being uh, at a, uh, about 127 Units with the melting pot.
2: Wow, that's great, and that I know you're just a couple units shy. I know I know you're not obsessed with with the numbers because you are very selective with your franchisees. But I imagine that 100 unit is probably. It, I'm sure it's a special number to you, isn't
4: it? Well, uh, I, you, I mean, I I'm gonna say I guess so. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. We're we're not fixated on on that. Right. The um, numbers. Right. Right. You know we do. We grow one one franchisee, one market yeah. at a time. So we're just yeah. trying to make the next right move and we'll get there. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, sure. and, and you know, the growth that I'm speaking to you about is not aggressive, I think by anybody's right. definition. Oh, sure. uh, right. It's right. reasonable, it's doable and mm-hmm. and we can do it with you know we can do it with excellence and be proud of it.
2: That's great. Do a lot of uh, customers? I mean, it, does this happen, Bob? but where a lot of customers are in there and they say, "Oh my God, this is such a fun place. I would love to own one of these." I mean, does that happen yeah. frequently? I mean, yeah, it, it does. I, yeah.
4: I I I could tell you many cases of of uh, where that's happened. Or some of our most successful franchisees in the system today started yeah. either as a guest or as right. a, a server or a team member um uh you know at a melting pot and that and that uh put them on a path to business ownership with us. Yeah. So yeah, it does it does happen. Um quite a bit and um most frankly most of our inquiries, you know, maybe mm-hmm. maybe after someone hears this and who hasn't been to the melting pot, they might in- inquire right. um as a result of hearing this interview. Right. But most of the time our inquiries come because people um, have experienced the brand and yeah. they want to be a part of it.
2: That's fantastic. What's the best way, Bob, for our listeners to get more information on Meltpot? Are there any um, websites or numbers you want to kind of like direct oh, yeah. them to?
4: Absolutely. Melting dot com. Is our consumer facing website you can do okay. everything from see the menus the locations make a reservation there and on that site also you can navigate to franchise information if you're only interested in franchise information meltingpotfranchise.com will bring you directly to that
2: that's fantastic well I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you Bob and I'd already like to invite well, thanks, you back Marty. over the next year or
4: two as, as you
2: continue to grow because I, I think this is a wonderful and really fun opportunity
4: We're having a ball, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about that today. Thank you uh, for the invitation.
2: This has been my pleasure, Bob, and we'll be right
4: back with more Franchise Interviews.
2: Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews
1: franchisers are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising franchise interviews an up-close behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website franchiseinterviews.com or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919.
2: Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today you're going to get to hear from Joseph Berger, and Joseph is the president of You Got Maze, and Joseph said something on the show that we haven't heard interesting enough in 650 shows. He described franchising as an open book, but we're going to let Joseph explain why. So here we go. You were kind of like, I guess you could say, you're almost like born into franchising, Joseph. I mean, you've been exposed to it. It seems like most of your life. Um, what do you What do you like most about franchising?
5: Yeah, and you're right. I ha- I've been around franchising for a while. I I I, st- I like to tell people I started when I was 7. I started answering phones <laughs> and folding boxes at Domino's. Worked at started at 25 cents an hour with a free soda. Uh so much like a drink and worked up from there. That's <laughs> uh, and what I love about it, what we do, uh I, I see where entrepreneurship, where small business ownership has helped my family. You know My, right. my dad's from yeah. Northeast Philly, uh row homes, uh, my mom wasn't much better off, and they've been able to really just turn their, you know, turn their stars around yeah. and right. build a really good life for all of us. And I love working with franchisees because I, I get to be a part of them doing that for their family, and that's just inspiring every day.
2: Wow. That's, yeah, it's inspiring what you just said, Joseph, because, you know, I know that area, you know, of Philadelphia. I get down to Philly, you know, every so often, and, and I think you're right. You know, it's, it's one of the things that impresses me too, Joseph, is that, you know, a lot of people, I think they want to get into entrepreneurship, but they don't know how to, right? And I think franchising, you know, allows them that ability to become an entrepreneur, doesn't it?
5: Absolutely. One of the things I like, we like to say in the process is like, you know, imagine you have to, t- you have to take a really hard test, and this test determines like everything, Right, but you know if you're with, if you're doing it with a franchise, it's open book. Right. We've already made right. the mistakes, we've already found the opportunities we've we've laid out all the processes, uh and we hone it every day. I mean all of our our new idea we still are updating. It's never going to be done. Uh, we're getting all of our great ideas from our franchisees now, but you can start off with that rather than you know opening your doors and like, how do I get maids? How do I get clients? Right. How do I keep them right?"
2: That's terrific. I've never heard that analogy in, in 650 shows, Joseph, but it makes sense. You know, I like how you, you called franchising an open book, you know, because you're right. You know, when a lot of people do get into entrepreneurship, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they just don't know, you know, and they make a lot of mistakes. And, um, you know, sometimes that mis- some of those mistakes you know, are detrimental to you know their business. So, um, you know, to call it an open book, I, I think that's I think that's really very clever. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Joseph Berger of You Got Maids, all you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews dot com. Simply go to our franchise interviews by category page. And go to our cleaning category, or you can simply go to our Franchises Listed Alphabetically page. And lastly, we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast, our Great Quotes in Franchising podcast, such a big hit. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern
1: Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.